I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. Hey, everybody. Oh, it's snowing here. Kind of ish. Well, no, I mean, it's genuinely snowing. It's just not, you know, like where you think of the Christmas snow giant snowflakes. Like (laughs) we're we're getting snow pebbles. Right. And but it's not windy. So they're actually coming down and not like hitting our head. You just jinxed it. Well, it's going to start anyways. Like, yeah, it was kind of a given. Ridiculous. You jinxing with the windy word. All right, guys, it's my fault. <laughs> I think it's just part of my vocabulary because it happens so much here. I know, but you have to like literally like if it if we have a day that's not windy, you right. have to train yourself to not say, right. "Oh my god, I'm so glad it's not windy today," oh, because yeah, the minute that can't it comes out of your mouth, the wind's like whoosh, like oh. You want to see not windy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just a joke, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like that laugh? Yeah, it is. That's very good. Yeah. I'm practicing my laughs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you need many. <laughs> you need many different For laughs. For each different personality that comes out. Well, that 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 makes sense then. And you know, I have to they each have to have their own With laugh. With your multiples. Well, you know, they do. <laughs> Cuz each day is a different day. So today we're going to try something a little different because we've been talking about this and no, you guys know a little bit about each of us. You know a little bit about what we do. Right. And we've kind of, you know, given you little pieces here and there about like our personal lives, like, you know, married, not married, kids, whatever, lice, Lice, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys know a little bit, but what we thought we'd do is I am going to actually interview Heidi today and then, you know. I'm honored to be here. Oh, are you honored? It's so nice to finally meet you in person. I'm so honored to be here. Oh, it's so great. I've heard your podcast is amazing. Oh, it is. Okay. I've heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's I mean, I don't it's listen a delight to your- <laughs> for the ears. <laughs> I don't listen to your podcast, but I've heard it's amazing. <laughs> We're written up in no magazine. That's right. And we have no sponsors. No. So if anyone's listening and would like to sponsor us, we uh, will allow it. Yeah, we're good. We're yep. good with sponsoring. We we could use that, you know. And I'm not going to cry about it. So. No, no. Um, I mean, so, you could use the sponsoring. I probably could. Heidi already is too perfect. I so am. she does not need sponsorship. Myself, though, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a sponsor. It's called the husband. I don't need that kind of sponsor. (laughs) I need like a financial, someone who's like, Uh, oh, you talk. My husband. (laughs) Well, I'll work on that one. (laughs) Not your husband, but my own. (laughs) No, don't work on my husband. He barely just started talking to me last year. So we've known each other forever. It's usually (laughs) like, hey, Jess. Well, you know, he's super, he's super outgoing. Well, but we had a nice conversation about vision boards and stuff Mm -hmm. on his birthday. When he was drinking. Yep. And we had some vision lists and he was like, okay. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did it for like a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe he does it in secret. We don't know. I, I really, he doesn't talk about it. It's a secret vision list. <laughs> right. Well, probably he's just a little disappointed that we didn't make a million dollars in six months or something. What he doesn't understand is you have to say you're going to make a million 
by the end of the year because generally then you'll work to make a million even if you don't. You will work that hard. Yeah. It's, you know, psychology on yourself. Well, he's not an entrepreneur. He doesn't even have no. that kind of spirit in him. So. No, he doesn't even understand all the time like what we're... He has no clue. He's like, really? What? That you guys make- just sitting around drinking coffee again today, talking on your microphones? <laughs> we're like, yes. Yes, we are. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. So our next guest <laughs> is Heidi Maxwell. And she has been a nail technician for going on 16 years in May. Yeah. So Heidi, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored. I'm so honored. Oh, you should be. <laughs> Thanks for having me today. Oh, yes. It's your house, so I kind of had to let you. <laughs> it's true. I was like, hmm. I'm like, who's this lady sitting on the couch? She's my like, house, I live here. Right. My house, my rules. Well, so, and though for those of you who don't know, Heidi and I actually met in cosmetology school. We both went when we were about 27, 28, so we were a little older students. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of became friends, but we didn't really become great friends till a little bit later. And she is going to actually interview me, not yep. just talk about what no. we're... <laughs> no, I, was, I, I will. I was just telling you guys, this is where we met. And then, so Heidi is going to... I'm going to ask her the very first question. And Heidi, why did you decide to go and become a nail technician? Well, so... Honestly, when I was in high school, like I, I'd always thought like, <clears throat> first of all, I wanted to be a singer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I just want to be a singer and, you know, be on Broadway or famous or whatever. Right. <clears throat> and so, but then like to get there, I was like, I don't know, you know, what to do. And so I thought it would be really cool to um, <clears throat> like do a cosmetology school would be really cool to do. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time you had to do the whole thing. So I would have had to be like a full on cosmetologist at the time. Um, but I really was only interested in like nails. And I, interestingly, I especially loved pedicures, which is weird, but, um, yeah, well, some to people, each his own. Yeah. So, um, when I was in high school, I went to my mom and I was like, you know, I want to be a singer, blah, blah, blah. But I, you know, like I'm also thinking like it would be cool to be a cosmetologist or, you know, to do like nails and stuff. And my mom is like, and this was so hurtful, but my mom is like, you need to go to college because only people who can't do anything else go to cosmetology school. And I'm guessing, you know, like when she was, you know, 18, that probably was the case. Like, yes. you know, that it was something that you did if you you couldn't get into college or right. you, you know, or you dropped out of high school and did it or you got pregnant or whatever it was. Like, I don't, I don't even freaking know because right. it doesn't make sense to me, but. But that's how it was. Right. We've like, talked about this yeah. a lot. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> you're 18, you know, you're like, asking your parents for advice. And so that's what I did. I was like, fine, I'll go to college. And I was like, well, you know, like, so do I just major in the performing arts? And she's like, no. (laughs) And I'm like, oh. And so I ended up- One dream after another I know, she's just crushing me, (laughs) crushing me. Um, So I ended up majoring in music education, and which is the safe bet. Because- if you do music music performance, you literally can do nothing with that degree but perform. Right. So if you do music education, you could at least become like, you know, a music teacher, which... Sounded amazing, I'm sure. No. Because you love to hang out with like middle grade school children. 
Well, and I realized that's a sound of l- pure love. Yeah, it's <laughs> pure pure love for them. Um, and my mom did teach. Teach. She taught at a middle school, mm-hmm. and she was a music teacher. She was a choir teacher at a middle school. And uh, so I did that for a while. I did it for a few years. Um, I enjoyed the performing part, like being in the choirs, being able to perform. I did musicals at the theater. You know, like I loved it. But I hated the school part. Man, like I hated that. Like I'm like, why do I have to learn Wyoming history? This is not going to help me do anything. It's not even going to help me teach music. Well, honestly, true, but you live here. I do live here, but... Who cares? Like, literally, <laughs> if you live in Wyoming and don't know anything about the history, you haven't looked around. Right. There's a lot because of walking it's history everywhere. Yes. So, I mean, it's like living in Boston your whole life and not knowing anything about Boston. That right, would be ridiculous. Like, what happened in Boston? What? Why is this important? <laughs> what? There were stuff happened here? What's going on? What's, oh. a, tea, what's a tea party? <laughs> um, anyway... <laughs> So I know it's interesting, but oh, I love it. So like seriously, I was like, the school thing sucks. So I I went, you know, to my mom or and at my boyfriend at the time, and I was just like, I don't think I can do this. And my mom's like, Well, what do you mean? And I said, I can't teach. Like I was helping her in her middle school classes. I can't even tell you how many children I wanted to murder. <laughs> I mean, I was like, mom. That's a problem. It is a problem. I think it's a big problem. Right? I would be like, mom, I'd be the first teacher who came in with an Uzi and shot up the school. Like the first teacher ever. And my mom is like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't teach. (laughs) So, um, and then, you know, and then I got proposed to and I had a wedding to plan. And so that happened. And so life happened a little bit. Right. You know, got married, put my husband through school moved to Indiana. Her husband is a pharmacist, is by the a, way. So that was a lot of school. It was a lot of school. Yeah. I was putting him through school for like five years. Um, but then we moved to Indiana and I, you know, but I, I and I worked there um, and I ended up like managing other people's businesses. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I was good at that. Right. But it's not what I wanted to do. Plus, you don't get paid crap when you manage other people's businesses. Mm-mm. So when we moved back to Casper, I had my son and I decided, well, I'm just going to go back to school and try this again. Because at that point, I had put out of my mind the whole idea of cosmetology school. Because, you know, I think you get to a point where you just quit thinking about it. And then are you too old to do it? Right. So... I went to college for a semester and was like, Ugh. <laughs> and I mean, like I hated it. There oh. were classes that I did like, but for in general, I freaking, I freaking hated school. Right. So my, I was working. So I, I had my son and I stayed with him for a year, stayed home with him for a year. And my husband was like, I was like, I need to go back to work. And he's like, okay. So I was working at this place and um, I had, taken on the manager's position at a bookstore um, because the manager went on maternity leave. And so I was managing it. And then the manager decided not to come back. And so they offered me the manager's position. And I went home and I was like, I got to talk to my husband about it because, you know, you're married. You should make those kinds of choices together. So I I went home and I was telling my husband about it. And he goes, how much are they going to pay you? And I was like, I think it's like $35,000 a year. Oh, my my goodness. I know. It was so sad. And my husband goes, Huh. 
you want to work in a bookstore forever? And I was like, well, I mean, it would be better if I owned a bookstore, but you know, what else am I going to do? And he's just like, uh, didn't you want to go to beauty school? And I was like, well, yeah, but like, I'm too old to start that. And he's like, why, why are you too old? He's like, you were, you started to go to college. What's the difference? Right. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So he was like, just do it. So I signed up and I did it. And when I went through all the stuff to sign up, I found out that I didn't have to do all of it. I could just do nails, which thrilled me beyond belief because I am, I hate hair. Oh yeah, I get it. I'm not interested in it at all. I don't want to rip it out of anyone. What? It's so much fun. I know, but I just don't want to do it. And I don't want to play with their skin like that. No. And I don't like, I don't even like to do my own hair. So I don't want to do anyone else's hair. So, you know, like I try to do like the simplest haircut I possibly can come up with. So I don't have to screw with my hair all the time. Yeah. So I'm it just, always looks good though. Just by the way, it does. But I'm just, it's just cause I have, I do like just have really great hair. I'm not bragging. I just do have really good hair, but, um, So yeah, I was like, yes, let's do this. And so I did. And it was an even bigger bonus when school is like two months and you're like, woohoo. Right. And then started school and I um, was actually relieved to know that I was not the only person over the age of like 18 or 19 years old who was going to school. There were uh, four or five of us actually. Yeah. Well, because there was three in my program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of of you. you. Yeah. Yeah. The two of you. And then there was one. one. Was it one or two hair people? One, two. Two hair people. Two hair people. Well, actually, we shouldn't say two full cosmetologists. Yes, full cosmetologists. Um, and, you know, but then, you know, so you and, and you and I met and we were friendly. Right. But, I, you know, I had a different life than you had at the time. Yep. And so, you know, we did some things together. We traveled to Vegas and we stayed t- in the murder hotel. Oh, my God. I think we've told this story, so because we talked about going to shows. Oh yeah, God, so that, that was our was... first traveling together yeah. sixteen years ago. It was so because we were still scary. in school, so it was pretty much well. Was it was June, June, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. after we would all graduated, so we're almost there. But yeah, I don't. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah, like I get eebie-jeebies thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I still wasn't licensed. Neither one of us were licensed yet. Uh, I wasn't licensed. I was because I got I did my boards in May. Oh, yeah, I didn't get to do my boards in May. I did them. Yeah, because the nail ones were like opposite. And I think you had to wait till June or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's beyond the point. I digress. I digress. Um, so I've always wanted to say that. By I the know, way. right? So, you know, we met and, and we kind of kept in touch. You know, we saw each other here and there and we were always really friendly. Like we always liked each other and got along. Right. Where lives were just different. I worked at night working at... A restaurant all night. Well, and, and I was married, and, and I she was had married a kid with a three-year-old. Yeah, like yeah. my it was just different. It was just my life was completely not where your life was. So um, later, it was like kismet where we just kind of. Well, I think you started maybe getting waxed after the twins were born. Before oh, before, and then I would you know you would do my nails a little here and there, and we would talk, and then and we had kind of just talked about how we were both kind of over being in a salon. Because they're loud. I mean, you guys know it just gets louder. Plus, I was doing eyelash extensions and the Mm -hmm. perms. And the salon I was in had a lot of older clients. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of perms. I just hated the hair. And it messed with the glue. And the hair was terrible in your acrylics. So you were like, hey, we got a space. 
do you want to go in with it? Mm-hmm. And that's when. Because we were just seeing each other every now and then. Because, you know, like I remember coming in because she had waxed me before. And I had a few of my siblings and friends come in. Right. Um, but I was like, so, hey, like I'm pregnant. And then the next time I went in and saw her, I was like, so, hey, it's twins. Actually, the exact moment <laughs> I found out you were pregnant, I was I, we were in Macy's and I happened to see you and you were walking oh, yeah. by and I had moved to Cheyenne for a year because mm. I was going to finish hair school. Yeah. And I walked up and I was like, and I'd only been gone four months, by the way. And I yeah. was like, how pregnant were you when I left? She's like, it was, it's twins. Yeah. And I started laughing and she goes, yeah, yuck it up. Yeah. And I, I remember like, this exact moment because I'm like, how pregnant were you when I left? She's like, I wasn't. I'm only four months pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. But I was very pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was, ugh. but so, yeah. And then I think I didn't see you until after the twins were born. Right. And the next time I saw you, you were like, I'm pregnant. Right. Well, and you had a lot of bed rest. Too, I so did. I don't think you saw a lot of people. I didn't see anyone. But I was still in Cheyenne at that mm-hmm. point. You were. You had the twins in April and I didn't move back until July. Yeah. And then I saw you that following yeah, and then I was pregnant. Sometime in there, and you in the pregnant. fall, yeah. right? So the next time I saw you was probably when the twins were old enough that I could actually like take them places. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then you were like, "I'm pregnant." Yep. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Right. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, are you getting married?" She's like, "No." <laughs> That's exactly the answer. I was like, "Nope." She's like, uh, "That guy and I aren't even together anymore." I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, yeah, terrible, terrible people sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I've got the best thing in the whole world out of it. You so did, you did because you know you got a kid, I d- and she's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyways, go on. Well, I know you have to. Do you have another question? Oh yes. Um. How. Where was like well, you've talked a little about your very first salon you were mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. but talk about because your clientele kind of fell in your lap. Yeah, it did. But talk about how you um, started your clientele and well, how you kept them. Wow, because that's huge. That is huge. Yeah, you can have a clientele fall in your lap, but if you can't keep them, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so when I first started, I started in this little salon called Attitudes, and it was two hairdressers and me. And the lady who owned it was really weird, but. Um, one of the the other hairdressers, the one who didn't own the place, his name was Tom. He had a client who was a nail technician. And so she, he was talking to, and I think I had been, I only worked in that salon for six months, like not even quite, I was like five months, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I had been there about a month and she came in and, you know, Tom was, she was asking Tom, you know, well, is she any good? And he's like, yeah, she's pretty good. And so she made an appointment with me. And I did her nails and I was so grateful that she did not tell me she was a nail technician until after I was done because I probably would have crapped in my pants. Like (laughs) I was just like, because you're nervous enough when a, when a new person comes in, but if you know it's someone who's been doing nails for Mm -hmm. a long time and they're in there getting nails done by you, I was like, you know, and then once I found out, she was like, I just wanted to see how good you were and. And so I was like, great. So she left. And then when she came back for her next appointment, she was like, well, I'm quitting. And your nail, your nail stayed on amazing. And you did a great job. And she's like, so can I have business cards? Because I will just give your name out to my clients. And I was like, uh, yeah. 
uh, yeah, of course. So I gave her all these cards. And so, you know, like not all of her clients called me, which is fine. Right. But um, I did get a good majority of her clients. I probably got like, I think I probably picked up about 15 or 20 clients from her. Nice. And so, um, and I got the, all of them, not all of them stayed with me. And that, and that really wasn't even about how well I did because my nails were actually better than what she did. And people stayed with her because they loved who she was. Right. They didn't necessarily love her work, but they loved who she was. Right. And so um, I, I had people who just were not, we did not click as people. And so I was like, sorry, like, you know, they, they just wouldn't make another appointment. And I'm like, that's totally fine. But, um, you know, sometimes you just don't click with people. Your personalities don't match or right. they are uncomfortable with how you talk about things or how loud you are or how quiet you are. Your energy or, just doesn't mesh. Yeah. yeah. And that happens. Yeah. It's just part of it. So, um, but a good majority of them I kept and I actually was asked to leave that salon and I told the story before because she's a nutty, nutty Nutterson. And she's was fun. No. She, she sounded interesting. Yeah, she was interesting. <laughs> so uh, I did leave there and um, was able to just have all my clients follow me. Nice. And they did. Like every single one of them just followed me to the new salon. Nice. And a lot of that was because they knew exactly what this lady was like too. It wasn't weird right. that I was leaving the salon. And I had already warned them. They were probably pretty happy you were leaving actually. Yes. And I had already warned them that I wasn't going to sign another lease with her and it was only a six month lease and that was going to be over soon. So I was already preparing them for the fact that I was going to be leaving. Right. So I think it was just, I was like, well, it's happening sooner. So, um, they left and, and the way you keep them is first of all, you continue giving them what they want. Right. And if you can't give them what they want, one of the main things that I learned was that, I would have people come in and they're like, can you do this? Like I saw a picture of this and I really want you to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't quite know how to do that right now. Right. But I would always tell them like, can I, can I work on it? And then when you come in next time, we can do it. Like, let me practice it a little bit. And then when you come in next time, we'll do it. Mm -hmm. And if I can't figure it out, I'll text you and let you know, there's just no way I can figure this out. Like I'm just not good enough right now. Right. And I think me being honest with them right. was a huge, huge thing because I think a lot of texts would be like, okay, no, we'll do it. And then they would try it and it would look like crap. Right. And then they're just like, what do you mean you don't like it? Well, you're setting their expectation to a realistic expectation yeah. for what you're qualified for. Right. Like if, if I'm not sure I can do it, I don't want to put it on your nails. Like, so I was always just very, I'm, and I still am. I'm just very honest with it, with all of my clients. Like, right. there's no way I can do that. Like, if it's something that you want, awesome, find a sticker. Right. You know, like, I, I can't, you know, make the, I don't know, whatever sign it is for whatever football or basketball or baseball team. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's, I can't always do that. They have stickers for that. Get me a sticker, I'll put that on. Right. Um, but, and you keep them because I, you know, like... Most of my clients had standing appointments, mm -hmm. and I was there for each appointment. Right. I ran on time. Exactly. I didn't come in late. I came in on time. I was ready to go, or very nearly ready to go by the time they walked in. They were able to just sit down at my table 
and we could get started. Um, and generally, we all got along really well. I mean, like we could have conversations. I still have clients who I've had for as long as I've been open. And so if you can still have a conversation, you tend to grow with these people. Like I, you know, I've watched one client, you know, her kids were like in grade school. One kid was in grade school. One kid was in junior high when we started. And now the kid who was in junior high has had a son. And so my client's a grandma and the other one just got married. And so like I watched her raise her children and then she's watched me raise my children, have my children, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So I think you, you do get a, a, like a bond. And if you don't allow yourself to have some sort of bond with your clients, right. you're going to get a lot of them who are, will, are wishy-washy. They don't care if they come to you or not. Right. Whether, you know, like they might come to you because you're really good at what you do. But after a while, they're going to want some kind of connection with you because they're sitting with you for an hour. There's no loyalty if there's no connection. Right. And that's on both sides. Yeah. Like you're like, eh, I kind of wish I could just fire them. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, Ugh, I need to find someone else. And I do it's have, an uncomfortable and hour. And you will. You'll always have clients who are like, you know, they're like, uh, or you're like that with them. Like I do have a client who thinks I'm, I don't know what her deal is, but she thinks I'm really amazing. And I don't ever... And that's a problem? No. <laughs> no, but she's very taxing. Right. She And it's not even what she asks me to do. What I do on her nails is like super easy. Right. She's just very taxing. She's She sucks a lot of energy out. She's one of those people who has no idea that she runs around with really bad energy. Oh. And so she just sucks it out of you. Right. And so when she leaves, I'm tired. Like, I'm literally tired. And then she wants to be entertained. So it's like, when she sits down, she's like, oh, God, tell me a joke. Like, tell me something funny. I need to hear something funny. And I'm like, "Uh." And she has to actually warn me when this client comes in. Because her energy is so bad. Like, I can actually feel it because she parks terrible. But I'm like, ugh. And... Then I walk in and, but her whole energy is very heavy. Yeah. And it's like, so I usually, and I just say, hate to be this person, but I go into hiding. Yeah, she Or does. I'm like, I'll just be in the my room and I just shut there. Tell me when my client gets here mm-hmm. because her energy is so bad that she does, she sucks it out of you. Even, you know, and I try to protect mine, Heidi tries. Just but to be near her. But it's just a very bad energy. Yeah. And she doesn't realize it. She no. thinks because she's in a field that she helps people. Ugh. So she feels that she, I'm sure, has this great energy because she helps people. And it's like, but she sat down before and been like, change the music. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, excuse me? Yeah. Like, there's a point, but you could ask nicely and be like, you know. Is there any way we could maybe listen to this? Well, and not only that, like, it's not like my music was inappropriate. She didn't want any music on. Well, she wanted Christmas music. Well, yes, she did. And it wasn't Christmas yet. In, like, October. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I don't do that before Thanksgiving's over. Right. But regardless, she's just one of those people who sucks energy out of you. And I've tried to get rid of her. Mm. Like, I don't think I saw her. For months. Yeah, it was like three months maybe I don't think I had seen her for three months and and then she made an appointment and I was and she is feeding off of Heidi's energy and at some point 
if Heidi couldn't handle it, and at a younger stage, she might not have been able to, no. she would absolutely have to just be like, I can't see you anymore. Yeah. Because you don't really have to take on someone like that. Mm-mm. Heidi is fully capable and okay with the fact that she takes that on once like a month. Yeah. And, and she's like, and it's fine. If she did come in more than once a month or more than once every six weeks, there's no way. Right. She could not come in every two weeks to me for an no. hour. No. There's absolutely no way. I couldn't I couldn't handle it. And she probably would be a fired client. Yeah. Because. It, and it would just be, it, and it really would just be like, we're not a match. Like, I cannot, you've right. got to find a nail tech. And she works like in Colorado. So she's out of town most of the time. So well, I'm like, find someone where you live. The other thing is, I think you probably keep her so no one else has to have her. I think part of it is it, you. It, yeah, like I don't, like I'm not sure. Because like, I would never recommend a, a nail tech to her. Right. Like I literally wouldn't do that to anyone else. Right. I would be like, I'm really sorry. I can't help you. Like I don't know any other nail techs right. that I can send you to that, you know, aren't fully booked. Right. Which isn't necessarily true. It just means that I'm not going to give them to you because. I don't want to. I can't. I cannot. And then, so now you've been doing this for 16 years almost. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I know. How much education have you done along the way? Oh my, um, quite a bit actually. Like I try to take, I do do the online things or I learn things online, right? Um, or you know through Instagram or whatever. So um, I do love to do that kind of stuff. And there's lots of like classes that you can get into online. Really quick, while you're doing these classes, are you just watching? Or are you practicing? Most of the time I'm practicing. There are times where like what I'll do is like I'll be home and I'll watch the video at home. And then when I go to work, I'll practice it. So I might watch it a couple of times and then take it to work so that I can learn how to do it. Right. Because like I can watch it all I want. If I don't actually physically do it, I won't know how to do it. So I actually have to, you know, take it to work. So I do watch it a few times and then do it. But I always, you know, if it looks like something that I can do, I'll do it. If, you know, if I don't feel like it's a challenge I want to, you know, take on, on, then I just don't do it. Like, you know, there's just some things where I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy a whole nother line of stuff so that I can do this one thing. Like I'm not doing it. So. Well, and so you guys listen, you know, after 16 years, she is still practicing. Oh, yeah. It is not something that you get amazing in two years and then you never change because you know that this is an artsy industry, new products, new everything. Why would you not continue to grow? And even watching, because there are bad nail techs, there's bad stylists, there's bad waxers, just as, you know, as there are good. There's bad. You can always learn from watching people, even if they are bad. So that can still educate you and be like, oh, wait. And you can reevaluate yourself and be like, is that something I do? Like, mm-hmm. do I do that? And then you can kind of reeducate yourself on some of that and go, ooh, I do do that. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize I was doing that until I saw the flaw here. Right. So, but with Heidi, she goes and is continuously learning and practicing and working on something. And she just got this super creepy hand that I, I, I really think she should carry in her purse <laughs> and just set out places and act oh, like yeah. it's no big deal because it it's like, hysterical. It looks like a real hand. Oh my God, you guys, it's so creepy. It's, and it's made of silicone yeah. and, but it looks like a real, it has like fingerprints. Yeah. I would just go to the grocery store and be like, hold on, let me find my wallet and like set it down places. <laughs> like, I think I might actually just get one for that purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, so what do you foresee for the future? I mean, I know we're doing this mm-hmm. and I know we've talked about a lot of other things, but what do you foresee? Do you foresee staying and doing nails forever? I, I mean, I know that your body can't totally no, take it. No, physically I can't do it. Um, 
I have thoracic outlet in both of my shoulders, which is um, a narrowing of the gap between your clavicle and your first rib, which there isn't much of a gap to begin with. So it's basically just narrowing of that gap. And so I don't have a gap anymore. So all the nerves and blood vessels that run through those two bones um, are squished together. Oh. Yeah. So I get a lot of like numbness, tingling, pain, that kind of stuff. And that happens with repetitive work with your arms. Um, I have some problems with my hands and my elbows. Um, Oddly, I don't really have a lot of back problems, which I think a lot of... Nail techs do, right. but I haven't had that. And I it's be, and I think a lot of it is because of the musical background that I have. I was taught, like, I have just better posture. Right. Because we always had to have good posture when we sang. So that was just how it was. Right. But um, there's just things I can't do anymore. My eyes aren't going to let me do it for very much longer. Like, literally, I was told, I was on the, you know, like, they're like, well, we can give you bifocals this time. Or Yeah, you- this was like two weeks ago, yeah, guys. Yeah. It was hysterical. It she was came not. in and was like, oh, oh, my God. They just told me that. <laughs> I could get bifocals and she was like, nope, I'll just keep pulling my glasses yeah, down. He's like, well, the options are we give you like, you know, get some bifocals or, you know, like the progressive lenses or you can just keep looking over the top of your glasses. And I was like, eh, I'll just look over the top of my glasses. And he was just like, well, people of your vintage. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm leaving now. Yeah. I've had enough of this. I was like, this is abuse. So I was, and I was, I've been like super sad about the bifocal thing. I'm just like, no, I can't. So I'm going to lose some of that. And, and macular degeneration is something that's hereditary in my family. So there are things that I can't do. And I don't want to work until I'm 70 doing this. I love doing this, but I don't want to do that. I want to teach and not just teach. I want to mentor. I want to coach. I want to help people become better at what they do. Right. And I want to give them some of my passion for what I do. And I want to, you know, like kind of infuse that in them so that they can use it and then pass that along to someone else. So I don't want to just do the art. I want to actually kind of be the art where I can actually, you know, really help people become better, not just physically at doing it, but actually like running their business, learning new things, um, opening themselves up, maybe getting through a time in their life where they have like a mental block or some kind of, you know, emotional block that where they're not, they could be doing better, but they're not because they are blocked. And so, um, because everybody goes through that. I mean, I don't care who you are. You will go through it. You'll, there'll be a time where you don't, you literally are like, I don't think I want to do this shit anymore. Well, and we don't all run at a level 10 all the time. No, you can't. And we all, in this industry, we pick up each other's energy. We Mm -hmm. deal with a lot of people. When you get in a bad situation in a salon or a bad situation with clients or even a bad place emotionally because of your personal life. Right. And, and you, Tend you rethink to, it all. Yeah, you tend to rethink everything and maybe let something go that you shouldn't have let go. And so I want to be able to help people through those kinds of, you know, those things because it doesn't mean that they don't love what they're doing anymore. It just means that they have something that they need to get through first so right. that they can re-love it. Right. And, and if you don't love it, if you don't absolutely love it, then don't do it. Right. But honestly, you know, I think a lot of people quit and, and then later they're like, I shouldn't have quit. Yep. But but it's too hard to start again. So I don't want to start again either. Right. So, you know, and that's and that is a, a problem. And 
I was, I was floored during quarantine when I was like reading posts and people were like, oh, I haven't worked since, you know, April of last year and we're going to open our salon again. And I have like, I've all completely lost all of my creative juices. And I'm thinking to myself, you did not have stuff at your house where you were doing nails. Right. Like literally I, first of all, I was bored, but secondly, I was doing my own freaking nails like every other week, like every week I was like, Oh, I want to try this on my nails. Right. I was doing my daughter's nails and you know, she's like 12. She doesn't have very big nails. And so I was like, you know, I was doing whatever I could because I needed to practice and I had a practice hand and I was messing with all that stuff. And I did go into the salon because we were allowed to go in the salon if, as long as there was no one else there. Right. So I went into the salon and I, and I packed up a couple of boxes of stuff and took it home. Right. So it floored me when I was reading all these posts where people were like, well, I haven't worked since. And I'm like, you haven't done anything. Right. So. Well, and so, and. The interview we had last week with Tracy, mm-hmm. the new salon training mm-hmm. um, dot com is going to be awesome because you're going to be offering classes on that. Yep. And um, we both are, but Heidi's yeah. going to be doing a lot on nails and mm-hmm. stuff on different techniques. And we are going to do some on business and do some on client confrontation and like effective ways to fire clients right. and effective ways to handle situations. So maybe you don't have to fire a client. Right. So there are going to be some things that we're going to go into both together and individually Mm -hmm. that will take us to that next level because none of us, though we love our industry, we literally cannot physically do this till we're 70. Right. And I know people do. I know. But they're usually the anomaly. Like most of us don't really want to. We want to get into a better, like a teaching, mentoring space. Even if you want to, though, there comes the point where you physically just can't. It's a lot. you You can't do it. And if you have not financially prepared for retirement, you end up having to push your way through that anyway. Right. Or quitting that and having to work another job so that you can retire, but you don't actually ever get to retire. Right. So, you know, and and I don't, that's not really what I want for my life. I don't mind being a mentor, being a teacher, um, any, being a coach, being any of those things. I don't mind being those after I quit, after I quit actually physically working in a salon, um, because I can do that. And, you know, as long as I have my mind, I should be able to, you know, do that. I, and you'll get to a point, like I'll get to a point where I'll have grandkids and whatever, and I won't want to do that all the time. Right. But, you know, it's a way for me, this is a goal that I can look forward to, um, where I can actually stay in the industry and still help people and still, you know, be part of the industry and be part of making the industry um, a better place to be for other, for other people who are just coming into it. So, you know, that's, that's kind of where I see myself. Like, you know, I see myself mentoring and coaching and teaching and, you know, maybe opening up a school or, you know, things like that where we can teach not just, um, the basics of right. cleaning and getting through everything so that you can pass your boards, but, you know, adding on the extra classes and doing it, like having, hiring people to do the one thing, right. you know, where they teach them how to pass boards, but then having, like offering them other opportunities and other classes in all kinds of different things, like in, in your finances, in like how to start a business, mm-hmm. in getting better at what you do. Um, I mean, like even I don't, I don't limit my, my classes. I don't limit my learning to things just in this industry. Right. 
you know, like we went to um, a Tony Robbins UPW. We joined a, um, a like a business club. Right. You know, so we've done those things. We've I have a personal coach. You have a personal coach. Yes. Um, we have a business coach. Yep. So, you know, like I've taken it to a level, I feel like I've taken it to a level where it feels like it's not just something that I'm doing for the rest of my life. Right. It's something that I'm actually living. Exactly. And you can grow through and grow. Yeah. It's change. part of me right. now. It's not just my job. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, thank Heidi. You. I was so very honored. Now you get out of the house. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. No, wait. It's my house. You live here. It's okay. my house. <laughs> I guess I better go. <laughs> all right. Guys, we will talk to you next week when you get to hear all about me. Yeah. Well, I'll be interviewing. It'll be about six minutes. Right now. And so it'll be a really short She'll one. She'll try really hard to make it six minutes. I promise. I'm much more open than she is. So yeah, I'm working on it. I'm yeah, working on is. it. She I is. Will. But there will be a lot of more of me like probing. Like, so what did you do then? And then what did I, you do? When I get started, <laughs> I'm pretty good. I have a good story. Yeah, she does. So, all right, guys, we will talk to you next week. Bye.